0: Michael, welcome to The Fortress.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: It's great to have you here. And you're here to help us unpack a little bit of exciting news, aren't you?
1: Some very exciting news. I'm going to let you share
0: it with everyone. I'll let you share it in case anyone's been hiding under a rock.
1: In case anybody's been hiding under a rock, um, our Australian worldwide national treasure, uh, Kylie Minogue, has been nominated in the Best Pop Dance Recording uh grammy category with her song put down put
0: out all right that deserves a round of applause yay listen to that crowd going yes, it off does. oh it's amazing it's amazing look this is i'm right aren't i she's we we all know that she's won a grammy before and i think it was 2002 and it was not for can't get you out of my head it was for uh, uh come into my world
1: it was. i don't
0: think she's been nominated since then has she
1: She's actually been nominated six times. Oh. Uh, two thousand yeah, in two thousand three for Love at First Sight, two thousand four for Come Into My World, two thousand five for Slow, two thousand six I Believe in You, and then in two thousand nine her album X was nominated in the band, best dance album category.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, so, I this think- is her, So
1: that was five times. This is her sixth time.
0: Wow, I, I I got that wrong. I didn't know she'd been nominated that many times. Wow, we okay. So, she, but she's she owns one. That's fantastic. She owns one. As I understand it, it's look the the Grammys came to being in 1958. Okay, and mm-hmm. it was they were known as the Gramophone Awards back then. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. I look at the statistics for this podcast, and at least half of you listening were probably around at that time. And remember the Gramophone <laughs> Award. Which later became a Grammy award. So, but look, and as far as I know, and the reason I'm going back in history is, I was, I was interested. I was curious to know how do they vote for this stuff, right? And there is actually an Academy that decides the nominees and then the final outcome. So, who's she up against?
1: So she's up against the other nominees in this category are um, a song called "Miracle" by Calvin Harris fe- featuring Ellie Goulding uh one in a million by bb Rexa and david getta um and another australian uh rushed by troy, troy Savant.
0: <gasps> oh no oh what am i yeah. gonna do now oh god i didn't yeah. know troy was in there
1: troy i don't know is if- in there
0: Plenty of you would have heard the podcast where I said, "What did I uh, called you all a rude name?" Which didn't go down well, by the way. By the way, it was a joke for those of you who still haven't got it. I think I said, "Shut up, you old bastards!" And listen to Troy Savan. Troy (laughs) Savan is. uh, Have you heard his record, Michael? His his latest album.
1: Um, I've heard the first two singles. I'm a fan of Rush. I'll be honest. in my playlist, I always put Rush right after Tension. There's something about the song Tension that makes me think of Rush, and Rush makes me think of Tension. So I usually listen to those in a pair.
0: I agree. I agree. I really do. But listen, if you haven't heard the third single, I, I'm, I'm terrible with the names of songs. But <clears throat> there was single number one was Rush. Then there was the second, the, the latest one, and the video clip, unbelievable, like so good. So please have a listen. Oh wow! And what's he nominated for? Sure. for? Which song? Oh, Rush. You said that already. Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How exciting. Okay, so I don't know where to barrack, but uh, <laughs> early days, but do you happen to know, is there a favourite in that group or what's, so, what's what's the biggest song in that category, would you say?
1: I don't know that all the voters have heard all of the songs and sometimes name recognition oh comes. Man. So mm-hmm. I think that she's up against really a Calvin Harris name and a David Guetta name, but... In 2004, when Coming to My World won, she beat Madonna and Cher. So, you know, never count our Kylie out. Um, I, I think she's got a chance.
0: But, look, there's something to be said about sentimentality. When, it, when it's a, a group of peers, essentially, who are going to be voting in this category, Kylie's uh, reputation and mm-hmm. I'd say she's got to be the sentimental favourite for hanging in there, for having such an enormous hit. So you know, late into her career, I reckon there'd be plenty of people thinking, yeah, Kylie deserves a nod here.
1: I agree with you. I, and that, that's why I said, I, I think she's got a chance. I think you're right. She's a sentimental favourite. Um, you know, I did say that name recognition counted um, for voters. I think she's had a really big story with, you know, uh, countering ageism and having a hit. And um, and I'll be honest, I the Vegas residency, that yeah. being big and in the news and happening right now couldn't hurt,
0: yeah. And I know we've got a lot of American people listening, but I'm going to say it Americans like to reward people who come their way, so the fact that she's paying a lot of attention to the United yes. States at the moment is not going to hurt. Ah, oh, this is it's it's exciting, and what I find really interesting too, just in case somebody hasn't connected the dots here, Calvin Harris is one of the nominees you mentioned. And, of mm-hmm. course, she, you could argue, nurtured him when he was a yeah. nobody.
1: He, she was the first big-name big name artist that he worked with.
0: That's right. And they produced In My Arms together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm sure it was him who, I mean, he produced a bit for X, but Heartbeat Rock I think it was him that she was referring to when – I don't know if you can all hear those messages, by the way. This is an example of what teenagers – well, he's not even a teenager anymore. Can you hear ding, 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 ding? Teenagers don't write one text message. They don't do it. They go, hi, Dad, send. Just letting you know that, send. I'm here, send. Can you also do send? This is what's going on in case you're wondering why the beeps are happening. And yeah, I'm an unprofessional person. I didn't mute my phone. Um, so, but yeah, it was Heartbeat Rock where he decided to put in the the gap, like the silence. Yes,
1: she did talk about that.
0: Yeah, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. He had, had a little. He had already had a little bit of success, but she was the first big name, and he has actually credited her with that extra attention that you know propelled him.
0: Oh, and it did, too. I remember at the time. I mean, look, for me, I didn't know who he was. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, Calvin Harris. But, you know, mm. like Madonna, Kylie has that skill of sussing out the the up-and-coming talent, too, that are compatible with her brand. Here's a hard question. What do you reckon, Michael? I mean, I can't help by being excited by this, but should we care? Do the Grammys mean anything anymore? Ah uh, that's a great
1: question. Um, they may uh, not you have care? the stature that they used to. Yeah, I care. Yeah. I, but I'm a music person. Like, I, I love pop music. I love music. I love keeping up with the trends. And, you know, I'm of a particular age as well, you know? So, you know, I've grown up with the Grammys being the music recognition awards. So to me, it does mean something. and And it really, for artists, it means visibility especially if it's a televised category, especially if you mm. win. Like there's always a big bump in sales and streams and things like that. So um, it just creates another story for her. And I think it's um, it does lead to some more recognition and credibility. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I still think it has quite a bit of meaning.
0: Well, I'm going to go along with you. I think they still matter. Look, this question about, oh, the Grammys don't matter anymore, it's existed since the beginning of time. They were considered right. a little bit of a, a second-rate venture when they first started, as the Gramophone Awards, and then of course we—I mean—you can point to nearly any year, Milli Vanilli, nineteen ninety, for example, and then <laughs> yeah. when they had to take that off them um, because they weren't yeah. the voice on their recordings, people said, "Well, that's a reflection on the Grammys." There's been so many examples. Hey, Michael, here's my most exciting question: Should they ask her to perform? One
1: hundred percent.
0: Of course they should ask her. 100%. You and I need to make this happen, Michael. We do. It's so basically, hey, Grammy people, Kylie's over there, she's around, and she's more than happy to perform. Seriously. Just to make it really clear, Michael, the public can't vote for this, so there's nothing we can do to really promote nope. it except for share things on social media like you did, which is how I came to be in touch with you. You were sharing the the mere fact that she has been nominated. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should be doing a bit more of that.
1: You know, I, I, it couldn't hurt as far as like the name recognition goes, but there are uh, requirements to be part of that recording academy. So it's, you know, engineers, producers, artists, and then there are certain requirements and I think a minimum dues. Um, so it is limited,
0: mm. but
1: um, it couldn't hurt. Like,
0: Can't hurt. Can't it never hurt.
1: hurts to campaign.
0: Now, I always love talking to a, an American Kylie fan, so I'm going to take the opportunity, if it's all right, with you, Michael. How long have you been a of Kylie fan Of course.
1: Before? I actually um, became a Kylie fan when the locomotion came out. Um, but I liked I Should Be So Lucky. I just didn't know it was Kylie singing it. I remember liking that song on the radio, and then when I bought the cassette after the locomotion came out, um, I was hooked. I was a fan. But I was actually... Um, I was 11 then I was already obsessed with Australia. I was, I had done a report in elementary school on Australia and I was obsessed. And then I loved trains. And so this person comes out, who's from Australia remaking a song that I already liked. (laughs) And I was just, that was it. About a train. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, so I started, you know, I, I bought the first album, the second album. And it turns out like, I found a tape of old songs I recorded off the radio years after that. And a ton of them were Stock and Waterman songs. So oh, yeah. I just realized, oh, I was a Stock and Waterman fan. And have just, but Kylie is my main, main person. Yeah.
0: You're secretly British, I think.
1: I, I, I love British girl groups. Like I'm a sugar babes fan, girls allowed. Uh, like, yes. You like I, British I, pop. British or Australian. You know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's got a, it's a, British pop has a, well i don't know if, yeah i think it still does to a degree but certainly in the 80s it had a, a very very distinct sound yeah right? so yeah is it hard being an american kylie fan is it difficult
1: it was it was until can't get out of my head came out um, because you had to rely on imports you had to explain to somebody if you wanted to clue them into who she was that she sang the locomotion and it's and as much as i love that song she was so much more than that um and so but people are just like oh okay you like that cheesy girl and so you're trying to kind of defend it and you get defensive a little bit like hey wait a minute like this person is like a legend around the world so but once can't get out of my head came out and itunes came out and music became more globally available it was a lot easier but i'll tell you. A funny story i was in australia for new year's 2013 when she did her fashion book signing and so i went to that in sydney and in in america i'm considered obsessed so i'm standing in line with these other guys who are in line to get their fashion books signed and i'm a nobody there like oh i've been to eight kylie concerts around the world they had been to 30 (laughs) <laughs> so that was a little, a little humbling. But I mean, it was cool. Your to be fandom around.
0: was dwarfed because of the it environment. Was. Yeah, I got it. I it got was. it. Yeah, but there has to be a score for a degree of difficulty, right? There has to be, <laughs> and your degree of difficulty sure. is higher than ours. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon it evens itself out, my friend. I am always I so. a huge admirer of American Kylie fans because I don't know what it would have been like to, because I know they released Kylie, then enjoy yourself. As far as I know, Rhythm of Love didn't really get a release no. and a lot of albums in between. So I always thought if you're an American fan pre-internet and you were somehow getting your hand on hands on this stuff, mm-hmm. you bloody well made an effort much more. I, I made an effort too over here. I hounded record shops by ringing them every day going, is it there yet? Is it there yet? Is it there yet? <laughs> For every single and every album. <clears throat> so I made an effort too, but I think, the award for effort really goes to you and any other American fan that's stuck in there for all that time. I have to ask you this before you go, otherwise wouldn't be doing my job. Is Kylie now much more recognizable and well-known in the United States because of Padam? Or is that a myth?
1: Uh, It is not a myth. It is not because I even have people. So everybody at my job knows I'm like Kylie Minogue fan and, they, most people recognize the name if they're over the age of 30 or 35 mm-hmm. um, but they don't really know her music as well, except for "Can't get A of course. Um, but now, like I've had a couple of people come up and say, "I love tension." Like I had somebody come up and be like, "I am hooked on that album. It's my running album." And actually, I've had more than one person say that to me. Wow. so I, I definitely think that it has opened up her her audience here.
0: Must be like sunshine for you after all those years in the oh, world. I love it. Wow! Are you seeing I, her in Vegas? I love Not. all this attention. Good on you. Good on you. We need we need people over stateside doing doing the work for us. We yeah. need, so people like you are important. Are you going to see her in Vegas?
1: I am. I'm going um, March eighth, and when they opened up more tables. The original date that I was going for, me being the big fan of Australia, I am was January twenty sixth. So I ended up actually getting a second table on January twenty sixth. You know that's so Australia date, don't you? That's exactly why I was going for that date.
0: Oh right. <laughs> Did you have to sell a kidney?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be paying
0: that off for a while. Jesus, I was. I've been. It's. It's. I don't unreal. know. If, it, I don't. I'm not sure if you heard our most recent podcast, but. Um, uh, minor misdemeanor was there for night one and uh, they told us all about that experience but the thing that's resonating with me still after that chat is the expense it was like i didn't i knew it was a luxury but i didn't know for example they ordered a the 10 booth table he was saying and that was expensive enough but then they have to spend three thousand dollars on food Mm -hmm. and drink on top of it. They have to, they're obliged to. That's insane.
1: Yep. They charge you for it before you even get in. So when they check you in for the table, this is what I've read. I've been keeping up with sort of a chat um, because my tables are both 10 top tables too, but I'm not paying for the entire table. Like I have the table for March 8th filled and I'm going to have whoever wants to join for January 26th and they'll pay for that. But they, the... The food and drink spend that you have to pay for the $3,000 when you check in for your table, they charge your card at that point while they're checking your ID when you walk in. So you prepay it whether you order anything or not. And the prices for the drinks are ridiculous. Like it's, you know, $25 a bottle of wine or $200. In
0: a very perverse way, that's good because I was thinking 300 bucks, like you divide 3,000 by 10 people, that's 300 bucks per person for drinks. God, that's a lot of drinking, I would have thought, but not if there's $200 a bottle, I suppose. It's wow. like one
1: bottle's worth there. Yeah.
0: It's insane. But anyway, it will be worth it, Michael. It will be worth it.
1: I hope so. Like, I'm, I'm going to confess something. So... We got a gold table for March 8th. And one of the reasons I impulse bought January 26th when more tables came available was because a diamond table was there. And I was like, I'm not taking any chances of not being as close to the stage as possible. Even though it's a small venue, I can't, I I just can't stand the thought of not being at the stage because every concert that I've been to of hers, except for one, I've been at the stage. Wow. Wow. The, you know, in the other trip that I've done when I've flown to see her like in Europe is I don't go see her in Paris or London. When I saw X, I saw her in Rotterdam. Or when I saw uh, Fever, it was in Manchester. So it's not as much of a crowd or a tourist destination that you're competing with.
0: Oh, that's clever. So if you're going to travel all that way, don't go to one of the main hubs. Is that basically the rule? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. That has exactly and- been the rule.
0: I was about to apply that rule for the first time when I thought there was going to be a tension world tour, although that's looking more and more unlikely at the moment. But I was I know, going What is to, up with that? I know. What's up with that? Well, actually, it's your fault. Damn you, Michael. It's you, Americans. <laughs> you know, that's what <laughs> she's, she's absorbed with you people at the moment. I'm like, I've got my hand up. Uh, Kylie, hey, you haven't been here from Yonks. Hello. Uh, They've only yet- been
1: teasing us with this Vegas thing for 10 years. I mean, it's literally been a decade.
0: Well, yeah, I know, but now, now, I, you know, I'm trying not to be jealous, but she just seems to only love the Americans at the moment. There's another, but anyway, point being, that... I'm not going to be ever, sorry about that for five seconds. No, I can't <laughs> expect you. You've been waiting. You, you've more than stood in the queue for long enough. I have to say, but yeah, when yeah. she does eventually tour again, I'm thinking of going to see her in Bangkok or somewhere like that. Oh, that you know.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, only because I feel like maybe that would be along your lines of not going to a major hub although bangkok's probably a bad example but somewhere else in asia i suppose
1: and maybe tall people won't be in front of you (laughs) did you just say that i I mean come on hang on a second it's (laughs) It's demographics
0: (laughs) that's so wrong i can't laugh at that that's you, terrible you know,
1: somebody who has stood on the floor near the stage and had to still stand on my tippy toes, and I'm not super short i'm you know i'm five ten five nine and a half I, to look over somebody's shoulder like that counts like you think about that.
0: that's a terrible thing to say, Michael. It's almost as bad as if I said, yeah, but I might get a chopstick in the eye.
1: well, you know if it fits. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wrong and so bad (laughs) when the tour announcement comes out i guarantee you'll remember that and it would be part of your decision making process there's
0: already so many things to consider when buying tickets for a kylie concert now height by population is a new one okay i'll add it to the list of things very briefly michael this is your first time in the fortress i hope you've enjoyed it can you tell us a little bit about michael's story what do you do for a crust what do you do for work
1: Um, I am a content writer for one of the leading event companies. Um, so we put on trade shows and help associations put on trade shows. And so I write, uh, case study, case studies, emails, um, just how to articles, uh, for our brand, for a brand called Freeman.
0: And you're enjoying life by the sound of it.
1: I, you know what? I'm very, very fortunate. I'm very fortunate to have a job that I love. I, you know. Financially okay, you know, until I go to Vegas. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure having you here. Are people able to look you up? And I will add in, and I always do, you might not want people to look you up, so that's fine. But if you do want people to look you up, where can they find
1: you? I'm happy for people to um, look me up on on Facebook. They can just, you know, type in Michael Lee, last name spelled L-E-A. It's not super common, the last name um or um on instagram it's michael.lee99
0: beautiful michael i hope we have you back in the fortress sometime because you are a super super lover so mm, i probably came out wrong um but you're a super carly fan is what i was trying to say
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I loved (laughs) by by all reports like i said i'm so flattered i'm so flattered that you asked so anytime
0: (laughs) my pleasure michael thanks for being here